Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This is part two, best of man baggage. We're calling it bulging baggage because my mental age is 12. And we all know I'm thinking of a scrotum when I say it. Do you think that's a bit of what's going on, Matt, is that some people who don't have like a proper outlet for it, it can become almost pathologized, like it can be a, an illness of attention seeking. Extrovertism isn't always good. I think we are in an epidemic of this right now and yeah. it's exacerbated through Instagram. You know, not so much Twitter, even though there is a lot of, uh, it's kind of reverse attention seeking on Twitter in a sense of it's not physical, it's more of a, uh, somebody just wants to mouth off. And, you know, I was reading this thing yesterday about how Twitter bases its engagement upon arguments and anger, mm. you know, and what we've seen over the past couple of years, especially here in the States with Trump and all of that is, you know, the attention seeking does go towards the angry part of America. Whereas on the flip side within social media in Instagram, it's all about that physical, you know, what you look like. And I, it drives me absolutely fucking nuts when people are like, hey, guys, look, I'm at the beach. And it's not, a, it's not anybody at the beach except their six-pack abs. I've lost friends over it. I continually defollow people or unfollow people when th their feed is all about that. And I, I personally, I find it so interesting, the likes of Ella, being able to personally switch that on and off. Mm. Um, and the confidence that, you know, you find within drag you don't have in your normal world. Because somebody like me, I don't put on a wig. I don't you know, completely change my physical appearance. And when I do, you know, need to use myself or social media in, in regards to seeking attention, it's, it is something that, that it's just me, you know, and Russell, like yourself, I'm very much, I was very much an outgoing person. I've always found myself very introverted. And that's why I loved ice skating so much was because I was the only person out there, you know, nobody could touch me when I was on the ice. But going into my profession now, it's like I do, I, I really love the anonymity of being anonymous when I'm not in the UK or not on TV. It's interesting what you say about the beach. At least you're seeing examples where someone's in a context where they sh could and should possibly be topless getting a suntan. The worst <laughs> the worst ones are, oh my God. I in a public toilet. I can't believe how lovely my new sofa is. Oh no, is my vag popped out? What a shame, <laughs> zoom it. <laughs> Zoom in. Oh, no, I've got a camel tail. I didn't mean to do that. Zoom in, zoom. With a dog face filter on. You're fucking dressed as... You're 35 years old, two kids with a dog face on and your fanny hanging out on TikTok. It's so true. It's so true. And that goes viral. Why does that go viral? Mostly because we like to laugh at it too, you know? Yeah. Well, I think it's just because most people are, uh, are doing it. 
See, I can't make the first move. You just mentioned making the first move. I can't make the first move on a girl. I was dating a girl last year, and I found out after she was having a conversation with a friend, <laughs> saying that after about the third or fourth time we'd been out and nothing had happened, her mate was convinced I was gay. Because yeah. the way I was acting. I would. I did, really? I just yeah. thought I was being oh, a gentleman. Yeah. You've just got to no. take that first move. I, what I find best is just to step out from behind the washing and then kick the back door in. And that really just, <laughs> that shows your interest then. <laughs> I love you. Yeah. You've never met yeah. me, but I love you. That's so weird that you know I hang out in my house. <laughs> but the, the, the romance itself, would you say you're a romantic person, Cece? Do you like romance? Do you like a big bunch of flowers to turn up when you first start dating? Is it, if you're like, does this guy like me or not? I'm like a you know, 200 roses turn up at work. Would you find that cringe or would you like it? Do you know what? If you like the person, anything goes. If you don't, then, you know, that could give someone the ick. And that's a really shit answer because it's like, well, what do I do? Well, assuming you like each other then, does romance enhance it or can you do without it? Yeah, you've all seen Hitch. Of course it does. Yeah, I think romance is lovely. I'm not massively romantic. I mean, I'd, if someone bought me flowers, I'd think that's lovely. But now I've got to look after them for four days yeah. until they die. But like love. someone else might absolutely love that. But I kind of, I'm quite open on date. I'll share the things that I do and I don't like because it it's so confusing. I think I, I like really that. feel sorry for men. I wish more women were like that. Just like came up with a chart. Here we are. These are all the things I do like. And if we turn to the bedroom <laughs> yes. page, you can see oh. here. Please avoid my hair, as that is a real pain to get out. <laughs> slide, slide, exactly. slide three. Clear messaging. Clear, yeah. me- keep it Clear messaging. A fact sheet. I think a fact sheet ahead of the day. A fact sheet. <laughs> fact sheet. I quite like that. With okay. little targets drawn on. But what's the most romantic thing you've ever done, Gethin? What, what would you say? Oh, uh, honestly, I, I pride myself on romance. Go on then. So I've got a pilot's license. So I got up early one morning. Wait there, hold on a second. Rewind, 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 rewind. Just, just sort of. Man says what? Man got pilot license. What are you talking about? Yeah, I got pilot license. (laughs) I like to think I'm like Tom Cruise in Top Gun, but I've got I fly little Cessnas. I like single engine. Top pistol. Then you got like a they're like 100 miles an hour and a bit of wind. You can't really go up in the air. Top air gun. One one above micro lights. That's so hot. That's quite That's quite a hot thing to have. One above paper aeroplane. It's, I, I think it's really cool. But I remember I was living up north, North Wales, and, and my girlfriend's birthday, uh, might be been Valentine's Day, but I, she'd lived on a farm, so I got up early and it was snowing. And that was a fly, by the way. I'm not just making gestures. Yeah. That was, that was just a fly. Um, and I uh, I went and wrote to... I thought you were bringing it into land like that. Air <laughs> <laughs> traffic control is my other job. Um, and I, yep. I got up early and um, I went to her field and I wrote a little message, a big message in the snow, and then took her to the airfield and oh, flew her over her farm. God. How long into the relationship was this? About three days. I think it was her second day. Oh, yeah. Ooh. And she, she, she came round halfway through the flight. She came round. <laughs> where, where am I? Oh, you're, I in, serving, you're in midair. Serving, no, what can I was serving G&Ts on the way round. Uh, no, no, I've been seeing her a while. I've been seeing her a while. That is, that's crazily Roman. What's, Did she like it? I think she's more terrified about the fact she's up in a single engine plane for the first time. I mean, there is no mile high because it only goes up to about 3,000 feet. Yeah. Uh, it's just like so a, ha- yeah. a hand job at 200 feet is the best you can hope for. That's the mile high. Yeah. It's, like being, it's basically like being on a double-decker bus, maybe. <laughs> Hang on. Cece's quite... Do you not think... I thought that was quite romantic. I thought... No, I think that's lovely. But I think, where do you go from there? Because that's quite... Oh, like, oh, well, you haven't there. asked that question. You're first. Oh. Two engines. 
But oh no, I'm, I'd rather not go first because I'm I'm not very romantic. Well, no, I say we know we know that you would even find looking after flowers a chore. So, but what's yeah. the most romantic thing you've ever done for a, a guy? Have you ever done anything romantic for a guy? Have you gone shopping for like a, a first edition book he loved, or got a, got an a, a, like a film that he really loves and put it on? You know, have you done so? What I think is romantic may not be what other people think is romantic, but I once got all our pictures printed, and I mean like all of the pictures, uh, took them into a T-shirt printing shop, got it put on a T-shirt, and then put 31 things that I adore about you on the back. And then I got on a bus. (laughs) There's a very different... uh, Everyone looks different. So, and then I got on a bus in Brixton, and the, the whole point was that I got on a bus in Brixton and went from Brixton to Streatham, walked into the restaurant wearing this this T-shirt. And I thought that was quite a nice gesture to say, I'm willing to, you know, I'm, I'm showing everyone that I adore you and these are the 31 reasons or, yeah, why I adore you. I think that's quite romantic. I think you'd look a bit mental. Did he like it? Um, I think he was probably... No, no, he didn't. To be <laughs> why? Fair. No it shit. was a waste. No, it was. He just thought I was a bit weird, and I was like, I don't really get why you think I'm weird. What's wrong with that? It's quite a lovely gesture, isn't it? It was his birthday, thirty-one. My thirty-one. I don't know. I just thought it was a nice number. Oh, it's just thirty-one things I thought of him. Like I like the way that you look in the morning when you open one eye and the other one doesn't. Like oh, that's nice. So far as the body positivity thing, I don't want to get, get in trouble here. So please just stop. Just stop watching now, yeah? Stop. Turn off. Right, they fucked off. <laughs> People that can't handle it and light up Twitter getting triggered and need to get covered in pseudocreme because everything hurts. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Okay, they've gone. Body positivity, right? Why can it not mean a full acceptance of... So if I look in the mirror and, I, and I'm overweight, I can accept in a non-depressed way that's who I am and be positive about who I am today, but mix it with a knowledge of what health is and a will to change. Why has we got to a place where you're not allowed to have those two things together? If I'm body positive, I must not acknowledge there's any issues with being over, overweight because you could you could acknowledge the health issues whilst having an environment of acceptance. Because it, 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 they contradict themselves. Like the they NHS, don't no, but the themselves. NHS like will say things that, that that we don't necessarily agree with, and we're like, well, actually, that, that's not actually true. You know, put more carbs on your plate, less. You know how the NHS sort of describe it to people, especially the older generations, they think, well, they're, the NHS and my doctor said I need to have that, I need yeah, to the, eat that cereal. Yeah, but that's not what I mean. I'm, the NHS won't say, you know, like, be 16 stone, it's all good. The NHS will say obesity causes cancer. And then there was an outrage. I remember there was a post yeah, no, from the cancer saying obesity yeah. causes cancer and people were outraged by I that. think there's one component we're missing, which is effort. Yeah. So I think that when it comes to body positivity, I will happily accept anyone's physique as long as they are putting in maximal effort. If someone's doing their best, they're raising four kids, they're in a council estate in Derbyshire and they're like, this is the best I can do. I'm like, well, you need to kind of accept that because that's not going to change. But what I can't stand is where we've got people that aren't putting in effort. And yes, education comes into it, but effort comes first. So people try their hardest. And then we say, hey, do you know what? This is probably a better thing to do with your nutrition. This is a better thing to worry about. This is something not to worry about because Ultimately, myself, like one of my key components is there are days where I put on a pair of budgie smugglers. We, we swim in Speedos in Australia. And like uh, if I ever do like a holiday with the lads, I get all the lads in Speedos because if people scan the pool of all the people trying their hardest, they'll go, well, everyone here looks malnourished, but these lads look like they're going to have a good time, which is ultimately what we're trying to do on holiday. But there are days even when I feel deflated a little bit in my head, I have to overcome it and go, 
are you doing your best? I go, do you know what? Well, for how busy my work schedule is, the amount of work I'm doing, I am doing my best in my nutrition, I'm doing the best in my training. And as long as I can honestly say that to myself, positivity with the outcome has to be the byproduct. Otherwise you're setting yourself up to fail because if you can't accept your best efforts, then what the hell else can you accept? Yeah. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. I was going to talk about social media at the end, but seeing as we're here, let's carry on about it. I mean, they've tried many times to shift an algorithm or have like a good news experience or attention seek in a good way. People just don't share it and interact with it. When it's tried, it does not work. I mean, the, 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 the cleanest example I can think of is on stage. Let's get rid of the technology for a second. I've got a tour date tonight. 90% of my set, most of it mock anger. It might be it might be something um, stupid that I'm, I'm getting an, uh, annoyed about. Like dog face filters. I'm not genuinely annoyed. It's just funny. It's funny to seem annoyed. It's much, much harder to think of a stand-up routine that a thousand random people will laugh at in Dartford tonight, the glamour, um, that's, <laughs> that's about how, how good something is, how well something went. I do finish my shows with that. They have a structure and they build to stuff like there's some feel-good, funny moments in there. But it is, it's funnier to see that rage. It's more shareable to see it. Attention-seeking through anger, it obviously short-circuits something that's in human beings. I don't think we can just blame Instagram. No, you're right. I think that our entire culture is set up this way. You look at, you know, you watch the evening news or the morning news programs, and it's all about the ratings. It's all about how can we get people to watch the entire segment? How can we get people to watch the entire episode? And it's shock factor. You know, somewhere, I don't know, maybe 20, 30, 40 years ago, something's gone wrong. Mm. Yeah. But even if you are someone like me about figure, I mean, my contact with skating is virtually zero. I, I only know you, mm. Matt, through your, through the content you put online. And yet if I'm, if I'm thinking, right, name my favourite figure skaters without just saying Torval and Dings, I'm British. I immediately think of the most negative story in figure skating history, the most retellable, the most biopic. I watched the documentary about it. I watched the mm. film about it. You just think of Tony straight away. You only, your brain goes to one place. I'm wondering, Ella, if it's there's something... We could just say, oh, the media's done it and the media gives us bad news, but is there something in human beings where we're a bit 
we are a bit cruel. Oh yeah. And if so, if we, we are going to give attention to to something going that where something goes wrong. It's we want to look at it more. That's a good type of attention seeking that we're addicted to. I think we're naturally drawn to the bad stuff. Like I can get a million great comments and I will just focus on one bad thing. And I think as a as people we just hone in on the negative. And I do especially. And that one comment can haunt me for like a week. Isn't that ridiculous? Mm. Every other comment can be like, you look amazing, you're gorgeous, you sound great. And one can say, you look like a man. I'm like, oh, how dare you? And disgusting. It's disgusting. <laughs> um, and, you know, I do feel we're not, like... We're not that bad enough. We're you two. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, yeah, for some reason, I do feel like the attention yeah, that we take from it is just way too much, like... So we've got designated romantic days as well. Now, you either reject these or you don't. Valentine's Day seems to be a real divider on couples. I like it. I don't know if it's because my job, I'm always on the road, I'm always busy, and it forces me to make time and have a big romantic day. But some people think it's like a Clinton cards conspiracy. They don't buy into it. But what I've found is that a lot of men go, it's a load of old rubbish, and she agrees, don't you? I totally agree. Valentine's Day is nonsense while she's secretly thinking, I don't think it's nonsense. Please get me some flowers, you pig. No, you can't plan romance. My birthday's two days before Valentine's Day, so I've always lived in hope that I get loads of cards wherever I am and I look dead popular, but actually they're just birthday cards. And then you get that standard one off your mum, you know, with a question mark, but you kind of know it's from your mum. And your nan as well, knowing you. I'm my nan. Yeah, I get two. My nan's a gene. I'm a mum. With a question mark. And it's, you know, I'm 44 now, I'm still getting those cards. And I think even they're like, can you get on with it? because we'd like to see your grandchildren before we eventually die. So do you reject the notion of Valentine's Day then? Do you think it's fake and you don't buy into it or do you get swept up in it? Only through bitterness and jealousy. Cece, um, what about you? Do, when you're in a relationship, do you do you gear up for Valentine's Day? It's, you know, it's all the couples in the restaurant all together having the same romantic experience at the same time. It is a bit cheesy, isn't it? I, I think it's, it's quite nice. If you're like, if you know about love languages and some people, you know, like to hear things, some people like to be shown things and... If your love language is acts of service and your partner is making a, an effort to show on a particular day that they care, then I think that's a really nice thing. It doesn't have to be, you know, not everyone can say I love you easily. So on that particular day, it's quite nice to just share a bit more and show, do you know what, you, you really do mean something to me. So, yeah, I, I quite like it. Do you think it still feels quite male? Though? I mean, going back to what we were talking about in the beginning, it still feels like, quite male to make a romantic gesture and women see, are more self-conscious when they go to do it even now in 2022 it's crazy isn't it Cece? don't you think i mean i i got dressed up one day in balloons i got i went to the shop and bought loads of red balloons and literally stuck you know when you buy a present you stick the the sticky bit on top to make it look pretty yeah <laughs> I, I stuck those where's in certain it, areas of the going? body to, to, <laughs> <laughs> like to dress up a lot well it, this i just thought it was a really nice again another gesture so i had like balloons from like tied around my waist and, and when he came home there was loads of red balloons and there was sticky parts on the parts and it was my way of saying i've made an effort like this is me doing something for you even though yes Valentine's Day can be seen a little bit more that the guy might have to make more of an effort so that was my version I didn't take dinner I just got dressed up in booze what type of things do you think make men feel more body confident I'll tell, I'll tell you now I'm, I'm older than you it what didn't used to be a six but it was not discussed it was like oh great I've got a fiver uh, I've got some petrol money I've got a fivers of weed uh, all my mates are here 
Let's go and see if we can pull some girls. That, that's as far as you're thinking. A new tee, I've got a new t-shirt. Oh, that's sick, that. Yeah, yeah, in fact, Gary's here. In fact, Gary will be covered in flange by the end of the night. Oh, like, I'm sorry that. to use that word. And uh, No, but what I mean is, now it would be like, you ready for Ibiza? Yeah, oh my God, you look great, David. I know, I got eight pack. It's like, what the fuck happened to us? I think uh, other men are to blame a lot. And the same yeah. way you might agree that us men try and impress other men and yeah. women try and impress other women. And so, you know, uh, one thing that, you know, I look through my comments all the time. Men attack other men about their hairline. Oh, really? So like, yeah. people are okay, like- I've had a lot of that. Oh my God, So like, I'll really? oh, just shave it off or just do this. I'm like, guys, what are you doing? You're not helping each other. Uh, do you skip leg day? Guys on guys in comments area, especially TikTok, Twitter, things like that. Oh my God. Somehow, I think there are a lot of men in this country that aren't having a good time. We talk about mental health and other yeah. things. But as a way of getting a leg up or feeling better about themselves, they try to tear down other men. On leg yeah. day, ironically. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and you know, so I'm, I'm a personal trainer, I train people, whatever, but it's someone's prerogative if they want to train their fucking legs or not, yeah. you know? If someone goes, do you know what? I just don't enjoy leg training. I love training upper body. I work in trousers. Who am I to say to him, no, that's incorrect. I, your values are wrong. I need to change you. But yeah, so we have this of, of men trying to impress other men, tear them down. So I think that is decaying. Body, you know, it's body worse, positivity. It's getting more toxic, more poisonous, more messed up. Yeah, because people are going, you know, like look at the amount of people going to Turkey for a hair transplant. You know, I'm just gonna say that. Yeah, I love yeah. watching old films, right? Where Nicolas Cage, look, one strong breeze would have blown his hair off. Yeah. yeah. But for 10, 15 years, he was the the hottest thing in Hollywood. Yeah. And you know, there's Bruce Willis when he was starting off. Even Mel Gibson's got receders, and I was like. Jason Statham. Statham yeah, there was nothing wrong with that. He's not exactly going to die a virgin Statham, is he? No, but so we're, we're getting in this world where suddenly we're setting standards and who's setting these standards? Yeah. And one thing that you say about, you know, women body positivity, one thing that I really like is for a long time, women used to go to gyms, use cardio machines, do like cardio, cardio, cardio. But then suddenly women are now in pursuit of getting stronger. Yeah, yeah. I noticed that. I'll probably get cancelled for this, but I think the high-waisted legging was one of the best thing that Lululemon ever created because women were suddenly like, do you know what? I'm not going to worry about this two pounds of fat on my stomach and instead I'm going to barbell hip thrust more than any lad in the gym. Yeah. And when their focus got shifted onto lifting weights, going in, developing, getting stronger, rather than just trying to get themselves skinny for the next holiday, they're like, how can I find the next five kilograms of my barbell hip thrust, yeah. my squat? And the physique of women is actually changing a bit now and I think it's for the better. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Bums, yeah. bums and a bit of body muscle. But we live in an era, Zizi, where there's a new sentence has emerged, which because you used to just try and feel it and then lean in romantically for that first kiss. But in the last 10 years, a sentence has emerged is, do you mind if I kiss you? Which oh, I, 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 you have to sort yeah. of say Who it says? Who, who, who says this sentence exists? Well, I, I would. I would definitely do it. I'm now seeking formal consent to lean in for a kiss. Uh, this happened to me last week and I was in a lift, so I had to say yes. I was like can't really escape this. Someone yeah. tried kissing you in a lift? Well, we'd been on this date for eight fucking hours and then he eventually said, can oh, I... It went well then. It was awful. No, it was terrible. Eight hours? How have you done that for it? You sound like me. Pity. Honestly, I, it's a test. Like, it's a man test when you it hate it. It's pure pity. Sorry, I interrupted. No, that's, no, nothing more. Just just pure pity. So that what, was did, it. what did he, he said? Do you mind if I kiss you? Yeah. 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 And I was like, fuck, if you stick your tongue in, I will slap you. I didn't say this, but my head said that. Mm. So I allowed him to just brush my lips and then thank God the door opened and I was like, let's fucking leave. Yeah. So when are you seeing him again? <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he received a flight text the day after. I always let them know. Go on, show us the T-shirt. You know, we know you've made. I only got to number four on the list this time. I couldn't think of fucking anything I liked about you. How, What do you look like in a lift? How you brush my lips? What do I like about yeah. you? You didn't stick your tongue in. End of list. Yeah. Now fuck off. <laughs> wow, that's. I, I, 
See, I'm interested by the fact that you let him kiss you at all. I think that's... I don't know what to say about that. I just... I felt sorry for him. Oh, we had dinner plans, so I was like, shit, we've got to go through dinner. How do I... If I say no, this is just even more awkward than it already is. So I then... But how did you end up on a date with this? Was it a blind date or something or a social media? It was a hinge date. It was an oh. uh, app date. For those who don't know what a hinge is, the people who are retired from active service in Vajganistan like me, <laughs> what what is hinge? A dating app where you can, yeah, try and find people. But it's a, I say it's a bit more of a serious one. So it's not like Tinder. It's not about hookups. It's about romance. Yeah, you can actually state, like, this is what I'm looking for. Long-term relationship, not sure, or shag. And it's, it's quite, it's good because then again, you can just be, really specific about what you're looking for in that moment do you think these apps have eroded traditional romance in some sense where i would we would have had to sort of get chatting in a bar or bump each other by the water cooler or whatever now it's just like you are on 8.4 on that yes you like maths the bar, bra size is correct. Merge data. See you in Nando's. I mean, it's not as romantic, is it? Yeah, I know what you're saying, but it's like I did a poll on Instagram today and someone messaged and she said, you know, I keep having these awful dates. And I was like, well, clearly you're not being specific. Like you can have, everyone can have a good date if you know what you want. If you're dating everything and you've got no boundaries or no maybe standards, then anything's going to come towards you. But if you know what you want and you get really specific, you can have fucking brilliant dates. Well, that's the end of Man Baggage Best Of. The bulging baggage is emptied. There's loads of new episodes coming up. Keep tuned. Um, the guests are amazing. And that's thanks to my wonderful editor, Daisy. Thank you. No, I'm joking. My producer, Raymond. Uh, bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Powered by Spirit Studios.